Welcome to Humans of Twitter, a podcast where we discover the stories behind the people behind the Twitter accounts. People that are interesting, opinionated and surprising. I'm your host, Steve Mulk, and today I'm speaking with someone who describes themselves as I act a bit and I sing footloose. <laughs> Highschooldisco.com, hashtag tonight I gotta cut loose. <laughs> Humans of Twitter is their stories in their words in a little more than 140 characters. Please welcome today's edition to the Humans of Twitter list, Tim Campbell. That, that's kind of it. That's, that's what I am. I do act a bit and I sing Footloose and it's been a great podcast. Thank you very much. It's been, it's been so, I'm so interesting. Thank you. <laughs> well, Tim, in, in social settings, how do you introduce yourself? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I introduce by saying, what do you want to drink before, you know? There are worse things that you could say. Oh, I've already got you on espresso martinis oh, today, so... I know, and it's the only way it's up by here. And it was the shittest one, so yeah, yeah <laughs> trust me, I'm telling you, it is going to be much better. Um, I don't know, I, I, I don't... Look, I never introduce myself from my work, you know mm. what I mean, if I, because there's so much more to, to me and everyone than our work, you know what I mean? So yeah, kind yeah. Of, that, 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 to me, that, that might be a byproduct of a conversation, but I don't know... By the time by the time we're in a social setting, like I say, we're it's, we're out for dinner and drinks, you know. What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it gets so, pretty simple at that so point. So, how it? do I describe? I don't know. I mean, as far as work goes, all that kind of stuff. I just I'm an entertainer. Yeah. I, I just I've got I've got the best job in the world as far as work goes because yeah. I get to people have a lot of fun and then we all go home and have more fun. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And I get paid for it. <laughs> that's right. God, I can invoice to have fun. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> what all these invoices, Tim, just say fun. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's not going to cut it. Oh, look, I, you know, and, and <laughs> jack of no trades. It was, um, <laughs> I, I, I always say I've been, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, um, faking my way to the middle for many years and it's, and it's kind of and it's all different kind of stuff. So right when I have a mouthful, well yeah, done. No, out of the Versace glass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> The Versace. Um, <laughs> so, I, look, I, I, you, look, you maybe you're probably going to surprise me more than anyone mm. else out of this podcast. So, I'm kind of looking forward to because I maybe I should think more than no, I do. don't think. <laughs> Thinking ruins things. Exactly. That's right. That's why I don't think. That's, that's the that's my problem. I just do. To push through the Looking Glass, we are in the lovely La La Land. Yes. We're not in Australia. No. So it's a rarity. It's, for... it's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in it for two days. Wow. Nothing's changed. It's fine. Thanks. No well problem. Done. No problem. Melissa George. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Why? Why LA for you? Um, LA. Look, I have been back and forth over the last. Few years, I did have a visa years ago, which expired, you know, two or three years ago. Um, and I never thought it'd be something I'd do again, to be quite honest. Yep. Uh, but Anthony and I kind of spoke. Uh, I mean, we, we spoke about it. We've been doing the green card lottery for years, just in case. Yeah. I mean, luckily we've been working enough in Australia, and which is the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? You want to sure. keep working there, of course. But uh, honestly, half of it is a lifestyle change because. Mm -hmm. We have really loved our time over here, probably too much, and our liver hates it, but, but we kind of love it. Um, but <laughs> I hear you can get liver transplants really cheap here. I'm sure you can. Head on down the border, across the border, down south, it'll be fine. Um, Cancun. I mean, every time we came here, we'd always do a side trip to Vegas, which is ridiculous. We're, you know, we're bogans. But, um, <laughs> but, but uh, look, yeah, it, it's, look, it's a lifestyle thing. Professionally, yes, it is. It's another means like a lot of Aussies do to say, well, let's, let's start something new. Mm. Let's, and especially for Anth, who's come across, you know, he's done writing sessions in the past, but he's never really tried the live thing here and he's never got, they've never got to know him. And, yeah. You know, he's, an, an, as we all know, an incredible talent in the studio and live. And, yeah. and even when he does writing sessions, they'll put a demo down and 
half of them are surprised that he can sing in tune. Would oh, you believe? Gosh. Even in LA, they're kind of like, man, you can actually sing in tune. And like, well, dude, that's isn't what singers do. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, one would expect, right? But yeah, I think that's a dying. It's a dying art. So. Um, so, look, I think it's people to get to know him. He's still young enough and good-looking enough and very talented enough to see what happens here. But but we definitely are not... We kind of say we've got a base in both places now, which is we're, we're luckily in a position we can do it. Yeah. We don't have kids. We can't, I mean, not that you can't without kids, but it's a lot harder, I think. Um, yes. We, you know, obviously there's family and friends we miss, but we're so back and forth to Australia. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I've been here for two weeks, and that's the longest stint I've done for the last four or five months. So, you know. so it's not you guys cutting Australia off. Oh it's God, opportunity, no! No, beyond you know, pushing boundaries and stuff. Pretty much, when we deal with Australian work, we're Melbourne-based. Yeah. Like, so it's it's not that at all. Uh, it's just kind of it's it's a two-faced thing. Is one is to yeah, let's let's explore and see what happens here. It's not it's not the end of the world if nothing does. I'm not. Yeah. I'm still wanting to keep Australia alive, and luckily, work enough there. But for both of us, it's a, it's a whole it's a whole new. Kind of, it's it's you know instead of saying what if in five years time, it's like well we did it. We, yeah. We, we, yeah. We might cut it off in twelve months time. We might be here for ten years. Who knows? Um, yeah. But but we can do it. So we're going to do it. And um, and, and like I say, half it's because we actually, it's actually a great city. Like it's bonkers. Mm. People are completely bonkers. And but that's a lot of fun too. So, yes. And and and, and it, it's an industry where I mean in our industry it's an industry where. They embrace talent and you're allowed to succeed and you're allowed to be proud of yourself and you're allowed to kind of explore things. And, and that's, you know, un- unfortunately, it's not always the case in Australia. Not mm. from a public point of view, yeah, but yeah. from an industry, unfortunately. So, um, so here we're completely, you know, we're, having a body of work in Australia is a great foot in the door. Yeah. Beyond that, it's up to us and our talents and our hustling and prostituting ourselves here. So <laughs> bring it, I say. <laughs> Hustle. <laughs> You said before you're working, you know, you've got stuff back and forth and yeah. that's all still happening. But in the midst of this, you also then get to be, you know, the loved one watching the person you care about, yeah. your, your partner, in the jungle. Yes. Right? And currently airing on, on I'm a Celebrity. What's that like being the guy on the outside just seeing it happen? It's, it's actually really surreal and, and probably... Probably a bit harder because I am in LA. I'm not rocking around his family or mine or close friends back yeah. home. It's kind of a bit, and also I am up till 4 a.m. every morning because of the time <laughs> difference too. So you know, I'm trying to get back on Aussie time while I'm here. But um, it's 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 strange. It's and we knew it would be because this is probably the most we've spent. And look, where we talk now, it's only been week one. Yes. So and and even after week one, it's a bit kind of a little surreal. We, we've never spent. We have spent time apart. Obviously, we're always back and forth and all over the place, but never out of communication. And that's yes. as much as I can see him on the telly, you know, I'm seeing a, you know, 60 minute cut of, of his day and that's, you know, so there's definitely no, like oh my God. once the cameras are, aren't rolling, there's he can nothing. call or anything like there's, that. Like two days before they went into the jungle, it was communicator gone. Like they, wow. they, they took their phones and computers off them and that was it. That's, that's kind of bizarre. And then of course I freaked myself out on the first episode when he had to do the skydiving because yeah. he, man, like I, I honestly feel sick when I still think about it because he, I can't be there to help him. One, two, when we fly on a commercial plane together, yeah, any, any, any little bit of turbulence, like to you and me who fly a bit gay, you know, I can sleep through that. Yeah. For him, it's like my, you know, circulation has gone in my arm <laughs> straight like that. He's never been in a helicopter in his life because he refuses wow. to. Until now. Well, yeah, like the worst kind. Um, <laughs> I mean, because we saw last year, they, they were flown in a helicopter and they jumped into the river and mm. I said, why don't we just go and do a quick helicopter ride somewhere just so you can at least get the sensation yeah. because you hate them like you never do it he's the kind of guy that 
you know, we go to roller coasters and he'll hold the bags. He, we, <laughs> we went to the ski, skiing for the first time in our yes. lives and I did it. He didn't. He's like, well, I'll be at the bar. I'll see you later. And then he's kind of, which is weird to be on this show. He's the guy that would say, you know what? There's just things in life I don't need to experience. Because people say, just give it a go. He's like, no, and I don't have to. Ironically, he's on this bloody show. So, so to answer your question, it's, it's, that was tough. Because I, I knew, I know on screen he was freaking out and shaking. That, yep. that would have been him being reserved. I'm telling you now. Like, he just, it's so beyond he would do. And the fact that he did it, I mean, I was really proud. But I was shaking that night. I really was because I just knew that was difficult. So... Look beyond that. It, it, beyond that, seeing him do the challenges, which is fine. It's seeing him as as they're going to wear them mm. down as well with their food. And you know, he went in cold turkey. He stopped drinking. He stopped, um, you know, drinking coffee. Every all that kind of stuff. He didn't even wow. like. We said in January, let's when, into when it. you offer. No, nah. oh, gosh, complete cold turkey. So I went, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on social media, you know, um, what do you call it? Um, protection, just in case, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Damage no, control. And is usually better after a coffee, that's so it. that's probably just yeah, you waking like, up. Like everyone who drinks coffee, so yeah, exactly. But now look, look, after week one, maybe if people are listening to this after week three, it might change, but after week one, I'm just really proud. Like I just yeah. think it's, it's, it's a really difficult show to do. Um, for anyone, let alone him. So, but it's weird. It's it's really weird, and not being in contact is a, is a strange thing. So we're seeing the stuff that challenges him. Yeah, because by design, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. What challenges you? Um. I I guess I, I've kind of set myself challenges. I like challenge, mm-hmm. and I and I guess my whole life, and I and you know, I guess I'm going to talk more career wise. I. I've always challenged, I challenged myself because I, I've never – this whole entertaining thing is new to my whole family, my extended mm. family. Although, I must say, I do have two cousins who used to be manpower. So, yes, we are a showbiz family. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, they were in Thunderford Down Under in Vegas and I went and saw them and it was hilarious and awkward all at once. Excellent. <laughs> but, look, you know, my, my immediate family, uh, you know, my dad was a – banker and corporate broker for many years my brother's an accountant and you know this is what I know mm. so this entertainment has been a massive challenge and, and initially in the early days I mean I, I went to VCA after um, high school straight yes. up so got into VCA got into a few other colleges blah 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 didn't even know if I wanted to be an actor but did the audition because yep. people said well you should you've been acting you got in have so a go. got in yeah and they even said to me at the time oh you're a bit young and I said oh, you know in my arrogant way whatever, whatever. I'm fine um, I pulled out of it at the end of the first year because it was too much. And I went, actually went and studied business. Yeah. Got, got an accounting cadetship after all the exams and meetings with Deloitte, which is a massive. Yes. And had that ready to go for six years and then pulled out of that. And so I kind of then just, just hung around trying to work out what I'm doing with myself, which I was fine with as well. I was working part-time at places. I've, yeah. I've done every job under the sun, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> but but see, that, that's what I feel like I'm a jack-of-all-trades trained in none. That, that's, mm. And that's been my challenge. I guess that's to answer your question. I've just challenged myself my whole life where I do things that I've – I kind of – I just work out how to do it and I, and I make myself do it. And, and, yes, I always want to do a good job. I don't want yes. to ever be mediocre at in anything. So if there's something I can't do, like – you know, I'll never be a songwriter because I know I'm not good at it, so I don't want to touch it. And I do enough, so I'm fine. Um, <laughs> but there's something in life you don't have to do. Yes. That's mine. Um, I mean, even, 
you know, acting, I never really trained in that and mm-hmm. especially telly stuff. And, and I was doing a bit of things and, and you know, obviously work it out, observation. My first gig was Big Sky back in, back in the day. Back in the day, I yeah. I was like, you know, six months on that, my first lead character. And thankfully, thankfully, I mean, at the time it was disappointing, but thankfully it got the axe. They showed it on Saturday night. Yep. Um, so no one saw it, but that, that was kind of my nighter. That I learned for six months on the set how to work the camera and working with someone like Gary Sweet, who's a master yep. at it. I watched him and, and then had Billy Brown, who was a great theatre actor. Yes. So I got the best of both worlds, and that, that's how I learned. And then, and then even singing-wise, I was never a singer. I played trombone at school. That was about <laughs> it. So, and I thought I was tone deaf. But, and singing was always something I did on the side. I never really told the acting world that I did it because I didn't want to be pigeonholed. Sure. It was my, for years, it was my kind of cafe job. I mean, that, and I used to host, do a lot of, you know, shopping centre shows of kid shows. I yeah, host yeah. them in school holidays and that's how I earned a quid. And, again, I've never done it. I just did it. I just – and so, and so that, that's kind of that, – that's – my career has been one big challenge and I've loved it and I'm, and I'm kind of very lucky I've had the opportunities. But I think I'm also, you know, to give myself a bit of a note, I'm bloody hard worker and I've yeah. kind of tried everything and done it. I mean, the first show that I hosted on telly was the National Bingo Night. I, I, when I was on Home and Away, I went downstairs and said, can I, I want to do a bit of hosting. So I did Sydney Weekender, which yep. is like a travel series. Um, and from that, I guess Seven saw me do some on-camera stuff, not, not acting. And then I pushed to get on, like to get this bingo audition yeah, yeah. And, and, and got the role. And um, they went, oh, you've done this before and you've done auto cue. Yeah, of course. Sure. Never in my life. Easy. Never in my life. Um, so I got in this set and, and just put the facade on that I knew, mm. you know, I was in control and, I know what I'm doing. and did yeah, it. Something. And so, and suddenly I was a network host. Well, all of that. And I invoiced for it too, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all about the invoice. It always comes back to the invoice. Fun. Yeah, that's exactly. All, all of the, but all of the effort that you put in has meant that you get to be one of the few people, um, who can truly put on a business card that you're a real slashy, you're actor slash host slash yeah. uh, singer. Again, in I, I, no specific order. I wanted, I wanted to pay the rent and pay my house off. You yeah. know, and, and, and I mean, I say that you know, tongue in cheek. Um, but lots of people can say that they are those things. Yeah. No, it's, I love it. Actually, I love crossing being able mediums. To invoice for it is a separate deal. Of course. Right? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I love that. I, I, I put entertainer on my passport and my mm. you know immigration cards because. I don't want to be just one. I kind of like sure. I've done a lot of acting. That that's my background, and, and especially TV drama is what my background is. But you know, the last two or three years, I've probably earned a lot more money as a singer. And if I told myself ten years ago I'd be a singer, I would have laughed at myself. Like because I knew singers. Yeah. You know, I knew the kind of likes of Anthony and other people who are singers, and I went, I could never do that. But but, I'll, but the genre that I do, I think I do quite well, and that's why I keep getting booked and what have you. And and yep. it, it it kind of works, and so. Um, that's, that's, yeah, well, that, I, so I, I, I want to continue the different mediums. I actually kind of, re- it's, it's been a great challenge and I've loved it. And, and so far I'm really happy with what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So what gig or, or moment was it for you where you went from being, oh, I like to sing to, well, actually, no, I am a singer now. That, that's taken a lot. People who are singers will probably agree that singing is a real Mind, can I say fuck? In this? Yeah, it's a real mind fuck. <laughs> like it's, and that was my biggest problem. Like yes. because I'd, I'd known a lot of singers for years. I mean, my ex partner was a singer as well, so I'd known, and I was like, oh, that they're singers. I'm a look at my eyebrows. I entertain when I yes. sing. Um, it, God, it took me a long time. Uh, I remember doing the, my first carols in the domain 
because yeah. I was on Channel 7 and I wanted to do it so I pushed myself to do that so yeah. I want to do this and they went you sing I went yeah yeah and, and, I do okay. and, and the producers had known me from doing stuff in the past I mean yeah he can sing so again I worked my way onto that I mean I've I worked my way to Dancing with the Stars because I knew that would help with the profile. It's, yeah. it's all a business, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I just remember standing there for the opening of Carols one year and I loved it because I always wanted to do that and thought I could never do it and was never talented enough. But standing in this front row with like three opera singers and this singer and a David Hobson and blah, 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 and just in my head laughing at myself so hard <laughs> in rehearsal and even during the taping going, you are the biggest fraud here. You yeah. are ridiculous. What the hell do you think you're doing? Mind um, you, those three opera singers and David Hobson, they're all thinking the same thing. Well, possibly, yeah, yeah. Again, singer's insecurity. Um, yeah. But I just know that I didn't have, you know, I'm not a trained singer. I've, I've learned on the job, sure. like, like everything else. So, um, so uh, it was probably maybe two years into doing that that I guess I had to call myself a singer. Um, and you know, actually, you know what it was? It was when I did um, Rent the Musical. Yes. yes, that was when I was now, I put myself out there to do it and I'd been sung here and did yeah, this yeah. and I had a little corporate band and all that kind of stuff. But when that came along and suddenly Shout came along, well, there's no denying that you're not a singer. So yeah. I had to just tell, you know, shut up, Tim. Like, yeah, you're a singer. Leave, yeah, on a, yes, you, you, you probably can't, you can't sing the prayer like Anthony, well, probably most people can't, but that's not my genre, but you actually can sing like this and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, I, I am a singer now. <laughs> That was a relief. That was, <laughs> that was a big thing to say. Thank you. <laughs> Give, given a, a different tack in your life, mm. would you have done an Australian Idol? No. Uh, because, I, again, that will come down to what I think my talents are and I yep. never want to be mediocre and I would have been mediocre on that show and I never... Not, not for the show, this is me. No, like, I if, if, if I was a great singer, I'd go on it, but no, I was definitely not... When Idol was around, I wasn't talented enough to do it, and so I wouldn't have done you, that. You did watch some of Idol, right? You did see some of the people who made, like, the top eight. Totally, yeah. Well, yes, I know, but, yeah, but who are kind of forgotten or taken the piss out of, and that would have been me. Like, I just... You reckon? Oh, I don't know. It depends on how they play their backstory and all that kind of garbage, but... Um, the bogan son but, of a baker. I, Dude, I, there's opportunities. I, yeah, well, true, true. Um, but, I, I, yeah, no, I would have been too disappointed in my performances to do it. Mm. Um, I could probably do it now, yes. like from a from a talent point of view and, and knowing, knowing my skill, voice and different yeah, yeah. different genres and that kind of thing. Yes, I could do it now, but definitely not back then. X Factor's coming back later this year. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't get oh, me started on X Factor and the voice because I'm going to get myself in trouble. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> let's, let's move on from them so that that doesn't be uh, an issue. Uh, what can't you tolerate, Tim? Um... It's always little nitty gritty things. Mm. Like I, I, I don't. Nothing offends me. Like I don't. There's not enough time in the day or in your life to ever be offended. I just, it's yep. not never worth it. So the, the big picture stuff doesn't. It's always those little things. Mm. Like when you're on a plane and someone's pulled their tray out of their like side mm. um, chair. You know the ones that we got to yeah. pull out, and then they drop them in there. That oh. sound pisses me off. Big time. It's not hard to lower it down gently, people. I know. I know. This is like a side segment called hashtag First World Problems <laughs> right now. But exactly right. That um, just incompetence that goes along with arrogance kills me, and yes. it happens a bit. Actually, now it's in every industry. We all we all it's got everywhere in that world. Yeah, it's a little bit amplified though in the entertainment. Well, industry. just because everything's so personal as well. Yep. Like you, you are your own brand. You know, it's always you. You're not <laughs> representing much. a company, but yeah, I know. I kind of don't let a lot get to me, to be honest, which is, mm. which is kind of a, a good quality. Sometimes it's not a good quality because you do have to, you know, I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, 
I don't think I get taken advantage of anymore. I think I did in the past, and that's probably partly a Libran issue and partly mm. a, my own insecurity issue. Um, Libran issue? Yeah, because yeah, Libran's always... Well, it's true. It'll always want to kind of please everyone else first, and that was totally me. Mm. Frustrates the hell out of Anth. So um, you, but you think that that is what led to you being taken advantage of? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Just want to keep everyone happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so you'll kind of... You'll, you'll put you know, like a bit of your own integrity or, or what you think's right aside to kind of please them. Sure. Um, and even if you don't exactly think it's the right way to do it, well, I just I yep. want to keep the peace. I want to, still, you know, so it's fine. I don't mind. Yep. Um, that, yeah, which, which honestly is a great quality and I don't think I'll, mm. I don't ever want to lose it. But from a business perspective, sometimes you have to. You know what I mean? Business is a tough thing. Yeah, for any, anyone's business is a tough – it's, it's a, because and, – and probably the toughest thing in business, which I'm finding now across any industry, is actually dealing with people mm. um, as opposed to dealing with the job. You, the job you do, and especially if you're good at it, is easy. Like if, you know, I may or may not be on autopilot and I'm singing a couple of songs that I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> Invoice. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> but, but it's kind of that – you know, and, and, and this is not going, you know, it, I hate the world kind of thing, but we all know knobheads in our world that we have to deal with and that, that's that's part of the game of, of anyone's business, you know what I mean? So, but, but you learn, like as you grow older, you learn to not buy into it and you also yeah. learn how to deal with it easy. So where in, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the travel and the, you know, the separation from your loved one, loved ones, yep. you know, family back in Australia and stuff. Yeah. Where do you find your peace? Um, I'm look in general. I'm pretty. I'm actually pretty peaceful because I, I think from a actually from a personal and work point of view, I'm, I'm probably at one of my most happiest at the moment, mm. which is which is kind of so boring. But <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's not a tell-all miniseries, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> the Tim Campbell story. I'll never get, yeah, movie of the week. Um, <laughs> no two-part Molly Channel Melbourne. 7 ain't going to make that miniseries, are they? <laughs> um, so that, that's very peaceful in myself. Mm. And, and, and I know, like we were talking off before about um, I am, and, and one of the things that Anthony and I have a really good thing in our relationship is that we, we both we both love the clock off at the end of the day like yeah. and and you know I do know some performers who are really immersed in their career so much so that they can't log off mm. but to us as much as we're really lucky and I'll speak for me as much as I'm really lucky that what I do is an incredible job because my job is to make people smile and have a great time yeah. and, and forget their woes and everything else um it's um oh god I forgot what I was saying um it's yeah, it, it's just a job, and that's because I, I do want a life out of this. Like, I actually, do want a life beyond work. Like everybody does, yeah. I assume, unless you really love your job that much. Well, is it live know. to work or work to live? Well, right? exactly right. Yeah, and 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 one thing that we do with it with our work is make sure, yeah, that that it does be a part of our life and not affect our life too much. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, if 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 something was going to happen that I had to stop work right now, otherwise my relationship will be over or, or that part yeah. of my life will be over, I'll, I would give up work instantly, yeah. instantly. Nothing nothing is wor- worth work-wise. I guess because I do so much anyhow, I'll find other work, but nothing is worth sacrificing for my life and my relationship with my partner or family or whatever. Yeah. None. It's, and, and unfortunately, I have seen people not think that. They've actually 
gone work one family too, or work one life too, yeah. or lifestyle too. No. It gets messy, Come on. doesn't it? it? It does. It's a messy industry. Like it's, it's a horribly fickle industry. It's, it's, it's so rewarding and it's beautiful and it's got it's so much fun, but it, it, it's, it's very impersonal a lot, a lot of the times. Like there's kind of essentially there's no loyalty anymore mm. in it. it. And so you do have to look after yourself. And that's not to kind of go, oh, it's, it's crap and it's shit and it's all bad. No, you can – like I'm having a great time with it. But yes. I think I've found a good medium between investing me – into work and investing me into yeah. the rest of my life. It's, it's also the, the reality of the business that you're in, yeah. right? Like uh, we were talking beforehand that back in the day, and we can even go back as far as 1980-something, yeah. right? If, if you're working on a TV show for a network, you would very likely have a network contract. Totally. You would be tied up in, oh, you'll appear on the, you know, the whatever talk show here or the this or the something else. We'll have things pop up. We'll, yeah. We'll get you in front of people promoting the show, and you know, you'll have your wall, your picture on the wall in the corridor. Yep. You know, that, that was a big thing in the 80s and 90s. God, yeah. And, and it, well, even when I used to work at nine, like those well, photos were still in the corridors. Right. It's still those, a hangover. There was no, there's no new photos. I saw the old ones still no, there. No, that's right. Greg Kennedy's still hanging Yeah, out. exactly right. It, and, and even from a drama point of view, there'd be a lot more, they'd invest in a lot more episodes. So if you're yes. on a drama series, it kind of was a full time job. I mean, and, and you say back in the 80s, like 2004 to 2008, I was on Home and Away. Now, in the, probably the first couple of years of that, we were shooting 46 weeks a year. Yeah. And next door, All Saints were doing the same as well. Mm. Like an hour drama series was filming all year round and there was other dramas doing yeah, the same those thing. those slackers were only doing an hour a week. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to see how much bigger their dream room was to us? I can only imagine. God, we were the factory workers next door, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, but, but that, that existed. Like even, even then, this is like early mm. 2000s. So it, it is a very different game now. It's a very short-term money-driven, like day-by-day I've never seen them obsess so much uh, daily between minute-by-minute minute ratings. I'm like, for yeah. God's sake, really? And, and it is such a, uh, without this becoming a TV podcast, it's no. such a, um, a cutthroat industry. Yeah, it's where... ever-changing as well. Oh, you yeah. don't change, it's like the music industry as well. You don't change with it, you're gone. Well, yeah, the music industry had to ride through the whole digitisation of the exactly music right. and how do we deal with that, and that became a sharing issue. And then you know everything that played from that... Uh, we've kind of just caught up with television. That's the thing. Well, yeah. once we've just caught up, the networks have just caught up. Yeah. And they're now going through the what are we going to do? People yeah. are turning off after 8.30. How do we keep them interested? Yeah, which should have should have been recognised probably a bit earlier. And, and same yeah. thing happened with some of the music heads as well. But, you know, well, it's time for a catch-up game instead of going with. But that's cool. I'm singing Footloose, so I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ever a, a movie that was in more need of a stage production, how has that not come to pass? There hasn't been a stage production of Footloose, has there? No. I guess there has. Yeah, Wait, there was. Really? Yeah, there is a stage production of musical. Oh, to be. Oh, Footloose, there is. Yeah, they did it in Australia about, oh, God... Oh, I don't know, but we over five, maybe eight years ago. There were some classic songs in that movie. Kane Alexander was the lead guy, and then um, of course, yes. There was a couple. I forgot who else was in it. Natalie Bassingthwaite did it in her early days. Yes. That's right. Because I, I worked with Nat. Nat, like, Nat, Nat, and I. 
sorry, dropping names. Um, we we kind of, I mean, she had a, a history of dance school and singing, but mm. we got a job at a theme park in Sydney together and we started, like, we literally were cast together to replace some cast members. So we were kind of rehearsing together to get in these shows. That's and so great. Then we moved on to this theatre restaurant show together in, in Sydney as well. And a lot of people had done this. Like, that that was my training ground. Yeah, I'd yeah. never sung or danced in my life and I got this job at a theme park because I stupidly saw the ad in the paper and went, Give it a go. I can not that. Yeah, again, learn on the job. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, also, and then when we were doing the theatre restaurant, that's when Nat wanted to take it further and she, you know, got the rent, job in mm. rent, and then neighbours came along and then it was like, which was great because she was so beautiful and so talented. Yes. So we just knew it was only a matter of time. But, um, but yeah, we kind of saw her development through that. It was great. So Now she's a multi-Uber megastar. Yeah, I know, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, no, she's beautiful. So with all of this flying around and, uh, you know, aforementioned partner in the jungle and, and that sort of stuff, yeah. where do you define or how do you deal with the line between public and private? Um, pretty easily, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's something that we do well also. Um, I mean, look, I, I know I don't have as big a profile as Anthony, but um, but it's still quite recognised and, and more so, you know, obviously when you're in Australia, although mm-hmm. I'm surprised the amount of people recognise him in the streets here in LA. Really? Like, yeah, just from YouTube and all online. Right. There's, I mean, admittedly, we are in a slightly homosexual area. Really? So, yeah. So, um, that's, the, you know, did you notice the pink stairs coming up? Um, so, they, <laughs> I, am, I have the worst gay day ever. <laughs> Anthony didn't know I was gay when we first met. Are you <laughs> yeah. serious? Oh, yeah. You ask him the story one day. That's funny. Um, so, so, um, uh, yeah, uh, we, we kind of, I guess because we, we're both on the agreements, or not grants, we just both know that the jobs that we've done, and especially in the last five, ten years, mm. do come with a level of publicity. We totally know that publicity is to sell the show, it's not to sell us. Yep. So we will manipulate that to our benefit to get our profile up. That's why I put myself in Dancing with the Stars sure. and all that kind of thing because it's part of the job. Um, but that's what it is. It's a marketing tool. I never once... Have we ever bought into our publicity at all? Because I guess we're lucky we do have a foundation that, you know, I'm an actor and a singer and he's a singer and that's that's what we are from yep. a public perspective. Um, and all the fluff and everything else that goes around it is to do the, the big sell. So we kind of, that that we never bought into that. And as far as people on the streets, most people are actually really kind of lovely. So if someone, especially Anne, like he's very recognisable, even if he's got a hat on, and uh, sunglasses, and honestly, he wears that because it's sunny. It's not to yeah. hide, but but he's got a really recognisable face, especially in Melbourne. So most people are kind of fine. If they're not, and he has to pull me up sometimes. Sometimes I'll let them know because yep. and and you know having drunk a lot of alcohol to me isn't an excuse if you're going to be an asshole. So I yep. will kind of pull you up on it, sure. or they have some smart ass comment or whatever else. I'll go, dude, you don't really want a photo, so you want to move on. Like mm. just you be a dick, um, but. But generally speaking, we're kind of fine because people in our life, like some even some friends that, like we, we hang with who will sometimes go, oh, my God, that's right, you guys do something on telly, don't you? Because <laughs> they kind of forget, I guess, because it's never a thing. It's just, yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of got family and friends and we just do our thing. And mm. like I say, we do have a good separation between work and outside life. So, um, and, and we, I guess we kind of don't. And, and, look, I get why other people do sell themselves and we'll go to the opening of a fridge door and all that kind of stuff. We just kind of don't do it because always, always, oh, just for me, I want my work 
to, as, as a selling public thing, I want my work to be the first thing that sells me. Yes, yeah. our relationship is an, is, is an interest in it. Yes. yes, we sold our wedding to a magazine, um, and all that was a business decision, all that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, so there are elements, you know, and we will go to the odd thing together and, and there's, there's going to be photos there. We know it. It's part of the deal. It's part of a profile thing. Yep. They're there because they want to sell the musical or whatever it is. It's business Tim and business Anthony versus That's it. home guys. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, and, and not to say that we're not ourselves in that domain because there's no point trying to be anything else. Like you just look like a knob. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I, guess, I guess we don't, we don't buy into it. So how can anyone, not, not that you don't buy into it, we don't, we don't, sell any false kind of mm. um, image of ourselves or any kind of false... There's no pretense. Well, no, exactly, exactly right. Well, I, and when we get it, so that kind of helps a lot. And I think people actually appreciate that. I think Anthony's kind of, especially has a lot of great followers and a lot of online followers, know him because they go and see his concerts and he's actually really, which I think people are finding out now yeah. in the jungle, there's a lot to him than the singer. Like, he's actually, he's actually a very... And, and obviously what I fell in love with, but there's there's someone who's has incredible heart and he has a lot of time for other people and he's actually doesn't take bullshit and, and not in an arrogant way, but just yeah. what's the point? What, why, why put this facade on when you don't have to? Like, yeah. He's a great singer. He doesn't have to. He's a great guy. He doesn't have to, you know what yeah. I mean? And I think that same for myself. So that's, if that answers it, that's kind of, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's how we, yeah, just cause, because it is, it is kind of a weird industry. Like the, the marketing of our industry is, is full of a lot of bullshit. So, mm. I'm not going to buy into that. I'll just kind of go, yeah, if that helps sell your show, sure. Well, have a look at the, the chart topper from the 90s that's that's in um, I'm a Celebrity. Now, Jo Beth Tell is great, mm. but her highest charting single hit number 31. That's about 30 off being the top of anything. Yeah, which... Oh, if I, look, and that's not a reflection on Joe. No, Beth. look, that's I, I actually don't know her, rubbish. but from the show, I'm actually getting to love her. I yeah, think yeah. her and Anthony developing a good friendship. But, but that's um, that's an example of that PR spin bullshit. And I would hate that if I was a manager. I'd go, "How did you let that happen?" Yeah, I'm happy for you to say, "Let's not discuss this." Yeah, sure. Um, you mentioned before you and Anthony married, yep. obviously. Yeah. In in uh, in the current temperature in Australia, yeah, there's obviously some some fairly broad. And I can't believe we're still discussing it. Yeah, it's but still a bit discussion but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> around the, the marriage equality debate. Yeah. Are you guys, um, given that you guys made your decision, no, no, we, we want to do this, yeah. and if our country won't let us, we'll do it somewhere else. Yeah. Are you guys ever called on to be advocates, or do you feel a need to advocate for it? Or no, to, I mean, the direct answer is no. Don't mm -hmm. feel the need because, like, I guess going off my other point is that our our public. Life is a result of our work, but it's not our whole life. So, yeah. and there was no way in hell I'll ever let anyone tell me how I should conduct myself politically or otherwise, and how I should think or what the norm is. And like, just don't like mm. it because it's not going to happen. So, don't even try. Um, we we have supported some things as well, yeah. but I, I'm not the most political person for a start. So, I'm not going to pretend to be. However, it is a an issue. I mean, look, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, the bottom line is it's a, it's a political issue that shouldn't be. It's, yes. it's, it's a game of politics that should never be a political issue. That's, yep. that's one of the biggest problems. Um, we're, we're kind of also, not to say lucky, uh, we're, we're fortunate that a byproduct of our relationship being in public is that that actually makes an impression in itself. Mm. Um, we, we often get a lot of letters from people saying, you know, and I don't want to use the word normal, but I, I, I understand. Oh, now I've 
for some people don't even I never knew gay people growing up. Yeah. The only time time I'd hear the word poof was I remember watching the football and someone dropped the ball and we gay, bloody poof. Like yeah. that, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was naive to my own sexuality, for God's sake. Um and that's not an excuse, it's just it's just how we are when we're uneducated and unenlightened, you mm. know what I mean? And and that's that's the journey of it. It's actually just about people being fear of the unknown and being educated. Not knowing any different, right? That's exactly right. And so it's easy to go with your old school thoughts rather than make sure you have a conscious thought and change it. Mm. That That's our biggest problem, especially when it comes to some, and, and to be honest, not most, I know a lot of religious people, but that's the problem with religion is that, like in many of issues around the world, they're interpreting their own version of it because it's easy and it's of old school and, yeah. so, and, and they don't understand it's actually bigotry. But... You know, because the Bible's not a get out of jail free card for your thoughts. Mm. Um, so, so I'm going on a tangent, but um, we we will conduct the bottom line. We'll conduct ourselves how we see fit, how yep. we want to. Where we know that we're in a fortunate position that it gets spoken about, and it has now again. Now this yep. show's on. Um, so I've put my kind of two cents worth online to, to back up Anthony because he can't defend himself at the moment. Majority of people, and even online these days, with all the bloody keyboard warriors in the world, majority of people are really supportive and really right. amazing. Like, That's excellent. It's, it's, and, which, and which, of course, it should be and which shouldn't even be an issue, but it is an issue. There's still, there's still young people. You see people in their early 20s who are preaching all this ridiculous interpretation of the Bible as to why it's wrong and blah, 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 blah. And I just think... In this, but then, but then, why wouldn't they? When you've got a government who won't, who are telling them they're correct in their thoughts, yep. then why why would they think any different? They've pr- probably got a family saying the same thing as well. So their whole influence around them are telling them they're right. Why would they change their thoughts? And that's that's the kind of journey that and the, and the, the fight, I guess, that has to, has to happen. So. Um, yes, we we personally decided. I know some gay couples that have said, "I'm not getting married till it's it's ready to be done in Australia, till it's legal." Totally legitimate. Um, argument and, mm. and, and decision, and uh, that's as you know. Sure, we decided because we are we we wanted to get married and wanted to make it legal, and and the closest venue was was New Zealand, and I'm yeah. glad it was because I think initially when we first it first kind of came up, no, it actually was after that, but New Zealand's only fairly new anyhow. Yes. Um, as it turns out, I mean, we're legally recognised here in America and, and even it was California before all of America has taken over and, and actually it has legal benefits, probably a lot more than Australia, to be honest. Um, the, issue, the, the problem in Australia is going to be, and, I, and it's, it's, all, it's a game of politics, it's, it's, it's worried about votes from one side of politics, conservative yeah, to yeah. the other. It's, um, it, it's, 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 it's a mind-numbing political game that, in 10 years' time, we're going to embarrassingly look back and say, remember when, like, same-sex marriage was an issue? You yeah. How, how God? It's like the women's vote and all that kind of stuff that we, mm. you know, in, in the past, had these stupid thoughts on because that's, that's the way it was or that's how we learned or... It's how- what absolutely amazes me. Australia was one of the first countries to give, the women, to give women the vote. Yeah. And here we are, it's 2016, and we can't sort this out. I think, that, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of... There's still a lot of conservatism in Australia more than... I was surprised when I went to Europe early last year for the first time mm-hmm. and actually when I didn't realise Australia was as much of a nanny state as it is compared to even mm-hmm. Europe. Like there's so many, there's so many, and it's kind of like the same thing happens in America. There's so many rules where you can't kind of think for yourself and, and it's a bit of a shame. Like, I, I mean, look, it's, it's a brilliant, I mean, yeah, best country in the world, mate, um, it's, which is true. Yes. But it's just these kind of niggly, niggly things that we can, that I think we're smart enough. And we are, we know even statistically, let alone 
people in our world that we are smarter than that. It's 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 a little bit embarrassing. Mm. Uh, on, on Love a, it or leave it, mate. Well, yeah, well, is that, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I'm still yet to hear an argument as to why you know same-sex marriage can't happen because. It's it's a law, so religion doesn't own it. They can enable it. They they don't own it. Yeah. Um. It it it's not about you know. Oh, it's it's for the children and mother and father and all that. I mean, please look at statistics. That's not even an issue. Plus, it's also insulting to couples who, heterosexual couples who decide not to have children or who are barren and can't have it. Mm. So it's it's a ridiculous argument because you don't deny them marriage if they can't have children. Yeah. And well, mate, just because that's just the way it is, and it's ugly, and oh, two guys kissing revolts me. Well, grow up. It's really look. There, Australia does some amazing things. Yeah, totally. And, and I think everyone will agree with that. Mm. There's also some things that we need to sort out. And I think we kind of. We've, it's almost like we sorted it. Just it's just a matter of some arsehole in Canberra who's afraid of whatever, mm. whatever political game they're playing, and, and stop playing politics with an issue that's not political. Is my thing. Yeah. It's just a matter of sign it off. And look, now, I mean, you know, the, the, the Labor government was stupidly for some reason against it before, and that's obviously, I don't know if it was just Julie Gillard playing politics mm. and, and Kevin Rumpay playing politics, and whatever the reason was, yes. they're just as much to blame. Granted, I will, and I'm, I'm not siding with any political party because yeah, yeah. I can't stand them all, but, um, but granted, I'll give credit where credit's due, where, I mean, 2004, Howard came in without a plebiscite and changed the law to make sure it outlawed same-sex marriage. Yes. So no plebiscite for that, but we need one for now. Mm. Um, and also it was about 2007 where they changed a lot of de facto laws for same-sex couples. That made a big difference. Yep. It actually, I had a personal issue with mine. That, that made a big difference that that was yep. just inside the law. So that made, that, so granted that, that changed a lot of things, which, which should have, I mean, 2007 was how long ago? Not at all, nothing, less than 10 years. Crazy. Yeah. But Nine? but should have been 40 years ago. Should have been, wasn't, you know, yep. if you're talking the grand scheme of things, but but for, for some reason, there's just this marriage thing, and whether it's a religious, whether whether there's this kind of un, not understanding of where marriage comes from, whether it's just because we're too pig-headed, whether we we, we have to follow the rest of the world, we can't do it ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's a crazy game of politics. It will happen, and and I give huge credit to those bodies like um, Marriage Equality Australia and all those great organisations and people in the 70s and 80s who protested and for yeah. same-sex rights and well, LGBTI rights. Yeah. Um, like, I, you know, I can't thank them enough, to be honest. Um, and, and, you know, maybe does that come back around the question, well, why don't you go and do that? Well, I, I, I'm not sure I'm, I'm, I'm... This is not a cop-out because I, yeah. I actually... What I think, what, what I think, Anthony and I do is actually, instead of going out waving a flag, those people do. We're taking a job on another side by actually yeah. saying, "I'm not affected at all by anyone who says anything about us about our relationship. I'm so comfortable with ourselves that mm. it doesn't worry me at all." And that that is a fairly powerful thing in itself. It, as much as anything, you and Anthony being the authentic you, as in who you guys are, is as much a positive in the marriage equality debate as anything else, isn't it? What. Well, Look, I, I hope so because, I, like, it's, it's, there shouldn't be a marriage equality debate. So, I know. so this so is the state we live in. Exactly, exactly right. So, yeah, the reality is that. Look, I, I hope it is, and and you know, we have been accused of not waving the flag enough, but I, I actually think indirectly we we are. If you want to get political, and but my first stance is always, don't ever tell me how to conduct myself and conduct myself politically. Go fuck yourself is my yeah. first answer because you you it's kind of against you're telling people how they should. Open, be, be open equality for everyone and, and have your own decision to be yourself, well, yeah. this is myself. So, you know, it's, and that, that might sound like a cop-out because I am lucky that 
are people like you or, or you know, others who are interested in telling our story or in interviewing us. But um, I think I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with, with, with what I do. And, and also, and, and we, get, we get a lot of, which we don't go out there and preach and talk. Mm. And, and we've both had our own struggles in the past, as you do, but I'm not, I'm not about to kind of get into that because sometimes that can look like a selling tool, which I hate. Um, and we're, we're very lucky. We have the greatest family and friends and support network right. around us anyhow. We yep. always have. And so we're, like people don't, we're, we're very lucky and people don't. But um, it's, oh, God, I had a really good point and I've forgotten. Um, <laughs> Can't have been that important. Yeah, that's true, actually. Let's just sing Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to achieve in the next 12 months, Tim? You know what? I actually have no idea, and I'm really excited by that. Excellent. Yeah, because I, I'm I'm not a set of five year goal plan. What's your business plan? What's your mission? What's sure. your motto? Yeah, boring. Um, I, I have no idea, and it's the most exciting time because of it. Uh, I, I'm want to explore putting a band together and doing mm-hmm. the corporate stuff over here as well. Plus the acting and the hosting and that kind of stuff. I mean, I've done a couple of cruise ship jobs for God's sake out of LA. Like, who would have ever thought I'd do that? But it's, it's, it's an industry here that I want to have a look at it, yes. there's, while continuing in the Australian industry. And then who knows? Who knows? Um, I, I could have a cocktail bar opened here. Cocktails and dreams with Brian Brown and myself. We, we could have a bar open here in five years. Who knows? Um, I think you need a fairly massive church behind it that believes in aliens. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. Uh, I think. I don't know how it works. We could make the glasses look like that as well. Sure. Let's see Done. if Versace does that. <laughs> Gosh, could you imagine how expensive breakages would be at that? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. You can do front of house. I'm doing bills. All oh. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Wow. IKEA will get a good run. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> Tim. Wow. Well, dude, look, thank you so much. Thank um, you, God. For the chance to chat with you today. It's been really wonderful. Oh, I hope so. I, Not that I, I didn't expect I, it to no, be No, no, no. I, I, I think I'm a fairly ordinary person, so... Thank you. I hope there was something interesting in you it. You are the best Westie gay I've ever met. Thank you. Yes. That is actually, I'm going to put that on my next, uh, <laughs> next immigration form and see what they say. <laughs> what, what's Occupation, a gay? A Westie gay. Oh, it's, it's very big in Australia. Very huge. Um, <laughs> thank you for, for sharing what you have. Please know that it's very special and, and that you're highly valued. I really appreciate having the chance to chat with you. Thank you. Oh, no, thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, now I'm going to go red. Good. Very, <laughs> very clearly you're on the Twitter. Yes. Are there any other social media accounts that you want people to know about? Oh, look, yeah, I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the, the, the Facebook as well. Um, which How is... old are we? The Twitter, the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I know. So old man. I, 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 was, I, was, um, I was reluctant to do it and I thought I had to in the end. Mm. Um, and, the, and I'm on the Instagram as well. Um, I don't, unlike Anthony, because, you know, he's got a, he's got a wog name. He can have his own name. Tim Campbell's very plain. <laughs> there's a few so. Tim Campbells? Well, there's, there's one that's uh, one, the first original apprentice in the UK. Yes. Which I actually was doing Home and Away before he was on that show. So I got .co.uk. Nice. They wanted it back. I said no. Um, just never know with the Home and Away that's connection, exactly you know. Right. Um, there is, there, <laughs> there's also a Tim Campbell in, in Canada who is a bit of a bodybuilder and all that kind of thing. And... If you do search your own name, which I have never done, before on Google or on Twitter, you might come up with a gay porn star, just quietly. So um, if maybe just look up my accounts rather than um, just do a Google because you might see some peni. 
Uh, great. So Facebook is Tim uh, Campbell. It's, it's, it's the Tim Campbell band. Because initially I put it together a band and then made it personal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Twitter is Tim Campbell Twit, and yes. so is Instagram, because I thought you had to have the same name, then I realised you didn't. So Personal I, branding is such a weird thing. Oh, I don't know. So, so it's Tim Campbell Twit on the Insta too. See you there. This has been Humans of Twitter, and I can confirm that at Tim Campbell Twit is indeed human. 